It's planting season, and it's not too late to make sure your crops grow up fed and happy. Regardless of your spring crop, Fed and Happy offers a variety of worm-casting solutions in liquid and solid form to supercharge your soil, your yields, and your profitability. For fast, vibrant germination and seedling growth, mix your seed with Fed and Happy's screened granular castings pre-drilling. The Fed and Happy liquid seed treat and extracts offer the ideal mix of soluble solids loaded with living beneficial biology, mycorrhizal fungi, humates, and more. The Fed and Happy small spreadable castings are ideal for fast, easy soil incorporation. The large offer long-term stability and soil growth. But you don't have to figure this out on your own. Just call 833-GO-WORMS to speak with our farm team experts for a fast turnaround on a custom solution for your needs. Fare better against pests, disease, drought, and other potential hazards this season with Fed and Happy Worm Castings. Visit FedandHappy.com for a healthy harvest and any lawn, garden, and tree care needs. Available for pickup and on-farm delivery. That's F-E-D-N-Happy.com. Or call 833-GO-WORMS. Happy planting. Welcome. You're listening to Casually Baked, the podcast. Home base for the can of curious. Thanks for tuning in. It's high time. We had a high time. Together. Together. Yes, it's high time. We had a high time. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, your host and Cannabis Lifestyle Guide. I want to start out by acknowledging that the coronavirus isn't fun to talk about, and most Americans aren't ready to hear the information that we shared in Podcast 123. I get not wanting to talk about uncomfortable things. We all do that in all areas of our life. That's why I recorded the coronavirus PSA. So you don't have to spend time going down the search engine rabbit hole and seeing and hearing things that you can't unhear and unsee. But what I'm asking, if the information that Elion gave us resonated in truth for you and inspired you to action, share it with your family and your community. It doesn't matter if they're cannabis lovers or not. And if they have questions, you can direct them to me and me to Elion and my network of people. My hope is to eliminate the fear and dread out of this thing. I remind myself often that I can only worry about the things that I can control. Taking care of my body, readying my home, and living my best life. The takeaway is that there's no time like the present to step up your wellness game and be the healthiest, happiest version of you possible. That is my hope for you. Now, after working with such heavy content last week, I thought we could all use a few laughs. So Mon and I worked a podcast into our Valentine's Day get-together. That's how I really know she loves me. That woman was tuckered out and would have preferred talking to me without the headphones on, and probably without my silent prompts to speak up or lean in closer to the mic. You're a great sport, Mon. I love you. 
As a cannabis formulation scientist, she travels all over the world, and we were due for a girl chat to discuss her recent trip to the EU and UK. Now, we go off the rails a few times, but manage to keep the dialogue cannabis-centric. Welcome to our smoke circle. Roll your own and settle in. It's time to get casually baked. I got the bottle of wine, the high dollar kind. I got the West Coast smoke, but I better just take one toast. How's my favorite Galentine? <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy to be spending Valentine's with you. I know. I think we might have done this a time or two, <laughs> but we've never recorded it on a podcast. No, we have not. And that's what happens when you're busy and you have to multitask. Um, Mom's like, hey, do you want to hang out Friday night? And I'm like, do you want to record a podcast <laughs> that will air on Tuesday? <laughs> but we haven't seen each other in so long, so there's a lot to catch up on. I will be happy to smoke that. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah, you have to... I, I get the first, I get the green bowl. Yes, I packed it for you. You're such a sweetheart. And this is Sunday Driver from Steep Hill Mendo. Thank you, Evan and Matt. It's delicious. It's been my flavor of the week. I've been like, it's been my jam. You were chatty, Kathy, earlier. You I, can't I, say a word now. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> It's been a doozy of a week, my friends. Oh my gosh. Well, all the weeks are just kind of, they're all kind of running together, man. There's just so much going on and I'm just pushing. It was at first I was pushing one boulder up a mountain, but then through like divine intervention, I all of a sudden have another amazing boulder <laughs> thrown on the side of the mountain with me and I'm like yeah sure I'm totally into this and now I'm pushing two boulders of a mountain you know with each hand yeah, and over the shoulder shoulder <laughs> <laughs> there's not a sports bra big enough for the boulders <laughs> I'm shouldering <laughs> oh I should do more podcasts like this this is f-u-n you know, there are a couple of things that you've been doing and that that you and I, we can talk about anything in the world, but right now let's just, we'll talk about the cannabis focused stuff and the things that I'm curious about from your trip, what's happening or if, you know, what people are doing or what people are consuming or if there's, you know, a cool new spot, you know, that's the stuff that I'm interested in. So tell me about some of your, your more fun cannabis experiences while you're traveling. And you have to tell me what country you're in when it happens so I can file it away. I mean, the legacy city, Amsterdam. I love it there. Yeah. How long were you there? Uh, about a week. And just all the bikes and the canals and the amazing food. And it's just a much slower pace. And all the coffee shops have a different theme to them. And... As a solo traveler, I'm always mindful of where I go and where I sit and, and whether I feel comfortable or safe. And I just feel so safe there everywhere I go. And super, every time I sit down at 
still suck at rolling my own joints. Uh-huh. It's, 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 I'm still training, but I'll get there. And I'm well, yeah, because those Europeans, they're used to rolling their own cigarettes, so... Like, they would probably scoff at our pre-roll packs. <laughs> Who needs pre-rolls? We roll our own. You know, I have seen a change because I've been going to Amsterdam for over a decade. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen that all of a sudden, I would say a few years ago, they now sell pre-rolls and it'll specifically say no tobacco. That was always my frustration. Like, I don't want any t- You don't want to split. split. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely don't. So that... That's the main change that I have seen in that culture. I appreciate that because, yeah, I was always the crazy American that just smoked cannabis by itself in Italy. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, but I, after drinking a bottle of wine and then, you know, having that head and body high mixed together, I'm like, that's a crossfade waiting to happen. (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to have to take a knee. And the fact that everybody's just sitting around the table smoking and so the room is filling up with smoke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, that was hard. I'm like, yeah, just I need cannabis by itself. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a tobacco plant for the first time when I was at Moonmade Farms where I had like Tina was like, and this is a tobacco plant. It was the most beautiful thing. It had the most beautiful flowers and those leaves. You just wanted to just like wrap yourself mm-hmm. up in them. They were just so velvety soft. It was such a cool thing. And I'm like, I hate tobacco so much, but I was like in love with it as a plant growing in the earth. I don't know. That was just random <laughs> shit. But <laughs> oh, deep thoughts by Stoner Joe. <laughs> Everyone's just so friendly there and they chats to each other, table next door. I had to practice my Dutch <laughs> with the, so I don't really call them fat tenders. I don't know really what they call them there. But mm-hmm. I appreciate the, that you can always find fresh mint or fresh ginger tea. I love that you said fresh mint. Hell yeah. Fresh mint. I know. My oh my God. I love that so much. <laughs> or then the, I, I'm, I have never done this, but I'm always entertained when I see it, that you can get fast food out of the wall you just (laughs) (laughs) wait out of the out of like a vending machine thing yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. right i was like out of the wall hidden door vending machines mcdonald's (laughs) driving through on the other side that's amazing it's weird but (laughs) yeah and also the food is so delicious and the cheese yeah but that vending machine food is not good and i will say i didn't really have very many good dining experiences in amsterdam i mean i did go to the i don't know what's that that place where you eat on a bed oh the supper club yeah well that's where i spent my last birthday oh my god i spent well i spent an ex-boyfriend's birthday there that's where i took him for his birthday (laughs) he was shocked (laughs) (laughs) I spent my 39th very nice with my European and UK crew. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was good food. Yeah. I had a good experience there. That was fun. (laughs) But the rest of the food there that I had, I don't think that's what they're known for, and so they don't worry about it. What do you think? And the supper club? No. The supper club food is great. I've moved on to Amsterdam in general. (laughs) 
<laughs> I want you to tell me like some of your favorite Amsterdam travel stories hmm. from this trip. I didn't want you to be high and think like, oh, five, 10 years ago. <laughs> I, I appreciate your specificity. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I have two. The first one, well, the nice thing about it is just kind of pop in, have a little smoke, and then continue on your day. And so it was one of those moments. It was a, the, I mean, it was a dolphin where I told you to go. Mm-hmm. And the blood tender was just this really friendly, happy-go-lucky guy and practice my Dutch with him. And they're always impressed that I can speak Dutch. Mm-hmm. And what'd you say to him? Tell me in Dutch. <laughs> but really, I wouldn't. Hi, how are you today? Who got this? I'll have two, please. <laughs> but no, then there was this uh, girl who sat down next to me and she was from Belgium. And we were talking about cultural differences between the Netherlands and Belgium and characteristics and and habits. So that that was we had a really, really great conversation. And she she was living in Amsterdam and, and loved it there. And then a few days later, uh, one of my friends came over, well, actually, uh, Shay, we were out at a coffee shop and I went to the restroom. And when I came back, he had struck up a conversation with that same girl and this happened that he's like, I was just drawn to her and I wanted to talk to her. So that was really sweet. Well, that's fun. It's a little small world moment. Yeah. Yeah. It was very cool. And and then the other one does tie in a memory from years back. I'm going to say almost 10 years ago or so. Uh, a friend of mine came to Amsterdam, one of my best friends from college. Okay, not 10 years ago. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> and and we, we went to this coffee shop called Blue. And looking at the menu and the descriptions, and they said, cheese, ha, ha, ha. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 10 minutes later we were just cracking up and then we're like oh yeah cheese and it's funny because i found cheese here and i thought it was going to have that same effect and it just puts me to sleep so they definitely learned that terpene profiles from different regions have an influence but yeah totally uh but so for this last trip i was planning my get together with my friends and we did this whatsapp group yeah it started that and i put the picture of baloo that coffee shop and then fast forward, I noticed this girl who was posting pictures on Instagram of women and cannabis and just these beautiful, beautiful pictures and very artistic. And, and then I looked into her work a little bit further and she was a mother and also took these beautiful pictures of babies and yeah, just a very inspirational and very gifted woman. And so I simply reached out and I said, Hey, I'm I'm looking into moving into Amsterdam, and I just want to connect and meet like-minded people and and just hang out. And we, she immediately reached back and said, "I want to take a picture of you." Like, okay, oh, yeah, and that's such a good picture of you too. Thank you, thank you. And out of all the coffee shops, that's the one that she picked that same one so it was very oh. it was super special yeah that was just it was kinda, that's really cool yeah i love it and the other thing i love about that is that 
people so often don't just reach out and, you know, they want to meet somebody or they think about something or they're like, oh, I've been meaning to call this person for a week or two weeks or whatever. And so often I'm like, just, just reach, reach out. out. Yeah. I have uh, two other examples. So uh, talking about other cannabis cultures, I was speaking at Cannabis Europa in 2017 or 18, I forget. And I was just looking at who are the other speakers. And there was this one girl that I was drawn to and I saw she did CBD skincare. It was all vegan. Looked into her Instagram. Oh, she's into yoga. And I just reached out. This is who I am. And we immediately connected. And when we were at the conference, we became very fast friends. So Jasmine Thomas from Ahana CBD. Mm-hmm. And she's been just, I'm just so amazed by her and, and what she's done. And, and she is a patient herself. She suffers from MS and uses CBD and her life as a vegan diet to um, manage those symptoms. Mm-hmm. And together with Jessica Steinberg, they started the uh, Entourage Network, which is supporting women in cannabis over in the UK. And so they're, they're spearheading that. And, and they've been just a wonderful connection and, and just great girls to hang out with. Yeah. <laughs> just Totally. Which is, it's what's, I just want to work with my friends. <laughs> Absolutely. You want to get paid to be yourself. <laughs> yes. It is a religion. I mean, so many people should be doing that. And that's one of the things that I really enjoy about doing the, the coaching bits is that I get to say, okay, listen, here's the deal. I am not like some official coach with a certificate but I'm a doer, I'm a high achiever, and I'm a strategist. Do you want to do something? And they're like, uh, yeah. And I'm like, that's what I thought. Come over. You know, and it's just so fun to get excited and get hyped up about things that you want to do. And you being able to create these pockets of revenue and opportunity and research and all of these things in places where you have friends and you have connections and you speak the language and that's L-I-V-I-N. <laughs> I know, right? It was really hard work to learn Dutch and especially in the short time period that I did mm-hmm. and I'm forgetting it and I don't like that. Yeah. And I want to leverage that, that skill. Yeah. Well, and it, plus it's something that f- feels really good to you. I mean, that's, you know, you really adopted that culture when you lived there. I mean, that's one of the things that I loved was getting to, you know, when we were both living over there, being able to go back and forth to all the different places that you were moving and exploring. And, you know, when you're alone in another country, I almost feel like your connection skills improve a thousand percent Mm -hmm. because you have to find your tribe. You have to find people. You have to make it home. And I think that's one of the ways that you and I connected was because, I mean, we were both in Italy and it's like, oh my gosh, American girlfriend loves cannabis. Well, I'm never letting you go. (laughs) It's so rare when you, you know, when you're there and like find somebody that you click with. But I, I mean, I will say that everywhere I have a family, a family. I'm proud of you for leveraging that. And that's what people need to do. I mean, that's how you get paid to be yourself is to leverage those connections. 
use your skills and, you know, figure out where that fits. And, you know, that's such an important thing to do. And it's funny because we're friends, but I'm significantly older enough to, you know, act a little momly sometimes. <laughs> no. Cooking you dinner, <laughs> giving you advice. <laughs> but when I tell you I'm proud of you, you know that I fucking mean it. Well, and I'm sincerely so proud of you. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> I won't get too far off the rails. <laughs> this is the first alcohol I've had to drink in like three weeks. So I'm probably going to be worse off than you by the time this is over. <laughs> I know CBD is like starting to reach a crescendo mm -hmm. in the UK, mm -hmm. but where is the conversation about THC and cannabis right now there? There's more and more conversation. It's growing and there are respectable institutes that are researching it. I mean, GW Pharma is in the UK. So. Yeah. That right there, they did open up medical. That said, it's difficult to obtain, but we're seeing more activism, especially around epilepsy. And out of all the countries out east that I've visited, now I say UK and Europe. So as I travel over there, the UK is, resembles at least what I see here in California most closely not close no not <laughs> they're, they're, I'm like uh, uh, no others like, are like what? most remote yeah they're, they're the closest to okay. as you, if you compare it to all the other countries so more closest. like where you're saying like where it feels more mainstream as far as like the way cbd is yeah, retailed and things like that or the they attitude? are about five years behind okay. in terms of product sophistication and marketing and that said, I think that they will speed up very quickly. And I see it going a little bit more on the, on the route where additional testing will be required as compared to, say, here in California, what would be needed or, or certain criteria. When, if you look at any cannabis brand's Facebook or Instagram feed these days, they're posting stuff saying that California's cannabis is more scrutinized than organic food. So you're saying that the UK is going to put something that's even more stringent than that? No, in a different way, in okay. a uh, more medically, medical focused way where additional like stability studies or actually that stability studies will be required, which it's not now and that's a very important component to yeah all products certainly certainly because i know there's some oils that you've told like hemp seed oil i think by itself you said that stuff would go rancid in what nine months or something six would you months. say six months six months in six months yeah that's shit underneath my sink oh i'll use my ozonator on it <laughs> yes that's exactly what I'll do. And then that way I don't have to throw it away. <laughs> hey, if you didn't listen to podcast 123, then you don't know what I'm talking about. And clearly my bestie has listened to podcast <laughs> 123. Burn! Oh, oh, it. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's just about the coronavirus. And I'm telling you, <laughs> it is very important information, but people do not want to hear it. 
people do not want to know that stuff right now. And I'm just like, but today in the lab. And I did talk about that podcast. I hadn't heard about it, but I did say it to two team members today. Mm -hmm. And that actually goes, feeds back into Amsterdam in that in the States, we pass our joints and, and at least in the coffee shops, you roll your own and that's yours. So that was a, mm-hmm. a fun little cultural integration. So uh, yeah. Maria Cavalli, who took the pictures later, she was so wonderful. She introduced me to the guys that run the uh, Amsterdam Cannabis Cruise, and they do an educational component to it. And, and <laughs> that was my cannabis education. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's weird to say, here you go. Yeah, right. <laughs> Because seriously, people don't share cigarettes. I mean, I don't see people share cigarettes. I mean, unless they're like 13, hiding behind a barn or something. (laughs) You know, but we share joints. And sometimes if you're at one of these conferences, I mean, sometimes there's like 10 or 12 people. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? My OCD is like, I'm like wanting to crawl out of my skin. I have a reason now to be like, sorry, I don't share joints. Unless you kiss somebody and then, you know, then you can share joints with them because you'll give each other whatever you got. So I'm just not doing that anymore. But listen to Podcast 123. I'm not trying to scare your face off. I'm trying to keep you around. I need listeners. If you're not downloading my podcast, I'm not getting paid. I don't need you to get the coronavirus. I didn't mean that. I mean, I did mean that. <laughs> Just gonna smoke and be quiet because that's gonna help Monica. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I say something okay. about something I learned about you? What did you learn about me? Actually, you know a lot about me. <laughs> well, yeah, I know of an award that you recently found out you got that I don't know can be revealed yet. Can I talk about it or do they have to announce it first? How does that work? You can talk about it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, congratulations to you for being awarded top 100 healthcare leaders. I'm so proud <laughs> because for me, this is a big deal for two reasons. First, this is men and women. This isn't just some female top 100 list and it's all healthcare leaders not cannabis. It is like all of healthcare. That's such a big deal. It's done by the International Forum on the Advancements in Healthcare. So these people, you know, they're paying attention. Like they had all these criteria. I I looked at your scorecard. <laughs> but so they have five criteria where they judge people. And these are, and I don't even know how did how did they get you? I have absolutely no idea. Some sweet soul out there in the universe nominated me. Well, this is awesome. I love it. I'm so happy that cannabis is going to be like represented at this thing. And I that see. I get a trip to Vegas. <laughs> I get a trip to Vegas. <laughs> so you were judged on your overall reach and your industry impact the spirit of innovation, future readiness, and market demand. So everybody was judged on those five criteria, mm-hmm. and you are top 100. So congratulations. Well, not top 100. 
you're top 100. Yeah, that's what that means. Yes. I didn't say you were number one. <laughs> yeah, okay. Just, <laughs> just want to clarify that. <laughs> I don't think anybody heard me say you're number one, but I appreciate your modesty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I love you. And I'll fuck off now. But I do want to say one thing, and this is something you and I, we always talk about it, and we're both so busy that we don't do it. Kind of like our muscle rub that we've been using for three years that still is just about to be out on the market. I can't wait to start talking about it, but this isn't that. You and I all, we travel when we get together, wherever we are in the world, we always have these mornings of mindfulness and meditation and we do yoga and then we explore and we have good food. And we always talk about like, while we're here, we might as well like bring some of our tribe together and like create something, have a little workshop and teach people about what we know. And we just haven't done it. And so now that I'm going to be on the West coast, you're going to be on the East coast. We're both going to be traveling internationally. If you're listening and that sounds interesting to you, and it's something where you would want us to either come where you are, or we tell you what city or what country we're going to be in. And we can, you know, have a group say, yeah, I want to bring me and three friends. And, you know, we just create, create these little pockets and just have these little tribe sessions, you know, with people that are like-minded and, you know, so if that's interesting to you, let us know. Mon, tell us a little bit about your yoga experience and then we'll go drink that rest of that wine. <laughs> <laughs> yoga is what fuels me. <laughs> I have, been practicing consistently for over a decade and I did my teacher training back in 2012 did more teacher training I did a little bit more teacher training and like I said I took a break and I want to get back into it and take more teacher training and actually in March I'll be at a yoga retreat for a week and really like I said drilling into that side of me again with more yoga and creative aspect of it. And, and I would love to fuel that into those workshops. And we do have a little something in the works, I think in Santa Barbara, I'm still firming up. But yeah, I think it's it gives us a chance to be together. And it's like, you know, it's like that whole getting paid to be yourself. We get to have girl time and we get to share those experiences with other people. And, you know, and it's nice to be able to be on and off the mat with the same group of people for a day or a couple of days and be able to like get a little deeper on things like there's so much of life anymore that just seems so superficial you know where you're just like yeah i am great i'm having a great day everything's <laughs> wonderful how are you <laughs> you're like crying in the bathroom <laughs> You know, and it's just like when you do things like this, you're there long enough where you really exhale and you're just like, you get real with yourself and you get real with other people and that's good for the soul. <laughs> and it's good for the soul to have girl time like this. So you are at VLP underscore lab on Instagram. 
And if you're curious about the science part of cannabis, it's a great feed to follow because there's so much cool shit and technology happening in the cannabis space. And they're talking to you about it in a way that makes sense and is meaningful. And you get to learn about some of the products that they're involved with. And you get to see the faces behind, you know, the modern cannabis culture. And that's pretty cool, right? I had someone today message me. Well, actually, they messaged me a week ago and I just saw it. But that they're in the technology side of cannabis and they want so bad to just go to the Emerald Triangle and be at a farm. You know, they're just like, I get to listen to Casually Bake the Podcast and like hear and see these farms, but like, I want to go there. The next best thing is to follow people's Instagram account. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks for hanging out. Bye. I'm so happy you joined our smoke circle. And if you'd like to connect with Mon and me in person for a Kumbaya and cannabis experience, message me at casuallybaked.com. I invite you to lean on me and Casually Baked the podcast for your weekly dose of canna confidence. Ask your canna curious questions at casuallybaked.com to be answered on an upcoming pod. And if you're not in the middle of a social media cleanse, I'm at Casually Baked on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. If you get value out of the time we spend together, please support my efforts by becoming a podcast patron at patreon.com backslash casually baked. Another easy way to show love and appreciation for my work is to rate and review the podcast on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. If you're picking up what I'm putting down, puff, puff, pass it on. Casually Baked, the podcast was created, recorded, and produced by yours truly. Editing and sound design are in the capable hands of Arnav Gupta, the podcast theme music is by my highly talented friend, Seth Walker. If you aren't familiar with Seth's music, you can find High Time on his album, Gotta Get Back, wherever you're buying your music these days. I know he didn't create High Time for me, but it sure as shit sounds like he did, right? I hope you'll tune in next time. Thanks for hanging out. I'm going to have to finish this podcast on my own. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> tired. It's mindful. We got it. Can we start again, please? Oh. For the love of God. Just start. There are no snaps <laughs> needed anymore. No, I'm just like, sure, you just giving up now. <laughs> I mean, I've tried to keep, I think I can always make a good show, but I need somebody to work with. Okay, 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 okay. What, what else can I do? I'm staying close. You mean what else can you do? Just can finish the thought without breaking off being like, dear, <laughs> that's all. Just stop doing <laughs> I want to leave all of this in so bad. But that's certainly going to be the outro. <laughs> Oh, 
It'll be the Easter egg at the end of the show. (laughs) They have to listen all the way to the end to hear that good part. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey friends, I'm Brandon and I'm Saba and we are your host of the Cannabis Hangout podcast, an educational platform to connect with the cannabis community and share personal stories while breaking the stigma of marijuana. Join us every Sunday at 7 p.m. to gain valuable insight with different perspectives from industry leaders, growers, and medical marijuana patients. This is a place to learn so much from different angles in the cannabis industry. So tune in while while we we break break it all down. down.